0: Hello, friend, and welcome to Walking in the Way. So glad you could join me again today. We're going to start a brief four-week series as we look into the Word of God, dealing with some how-do-I questions. There are a lot of things that, as believers, we are told and taught to do, but how do I do them? And so over the next four weeks, we're going to briefly look at these questions. How do I live like a Christian? How do I want to come to church? How do I walk after the Spirit? And how do I practice Christian liberty? Have you ever stopped to think through some of these questions? How do you live like a Christian? Maybe this is one of the easier questions of these four that we're going to look at for you. But when we actually go to flesh it out, it looks a little different. So today, as we answer this question, how do I live like a Christian? I want to encourage you to open your Bibles and turn with me to Psalm 119. And we'll be looking at verses 9 through 11. Before we get into the Word of God, let's pray. Father, we do thank you for your love. We thank you for this opportunity that we have to look into your word. I do pray that you will continue to mold us and change us. Help us today as we answer this question, how do I live like a Christian? Oh God, would you help us to live for you every day? And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Psalm 119, verses 9 through 11. Perhaps you've memorized one or even more of these verses. Verse 9 says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. O oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. When we stop and we look at the scripture here, it says, Wherewithal shall a young man? Well, as we're reminded of most of the Old Testament, it's translated from the Hebrew. This Hebrew word for young man really means a boy, or from the age of infancy to adolescence. Here, we've got to remember who wrote this psalm. This psalm was written in many of the scripture verses, referred to the word of God. But as it's asking, as the psalmist is asking, how can a young man cleanse his way? Really, the reality is, how can any person But even as you think about being a young person, this is not just a truth for older adults. This is not just truth for young adults. But this is truth for even boys and girls, for teenagers. How can you live like a Christian regardless of your age? The word here, cleanse, means to be translucent or innocent. This is a life lived continually in obedience. How can a young man cleanse his way? How are you going to live clean? before God. A life lived in continual obedience. Well, here today, as we briefly look at this passage, I want us to see some truths, three truths that remind us how we can live a cleansed life. Number one, if you are going to live like a Christian today and tomorrow and the next day when temptation's strong and when it's easy to give up, number one, you must take heed to God's word. That's what verse nine says. Take heed thereto according to thy word. The word heed means to hedge about, like with thorns, or to protect for the purpose of observing. Sometimes we go to different animal farms and we like to see the animals. Maybe it's a cow giving birth and you have that, or maybe it's the cow who just gave birth and you're looking at the new calf. These animals are hedged about. Now, often today, we don't use thorns. We use plastic or fences of other material. But when we stop and we think about the shepherds here in the Old Testament time period, they would construct their corrals of briars at night so they could protect the flock from predators so that they can observe these sheep without letting the predators come in. So, friend, how are you going to take heed to God's word? It must be a priority in life. Well, number one, you've got to pay attention. If you're going to take heed to God's word, it requires paying attention. The shepherd who was going to construct a corral for their sheep, they had to pay attention to where their sheep were, where it was good for the sheep, and where would be some areas where maybe a predator couldn't jump in from a hill right next to the corral. Friend, you must pay attention if you're going to take heed to God's word. Are you making a priority of God's word in your life? Are you carefully arranging your day so that you can spend time in the word of God? Take heed thereto according to thy word. The pronoun for the word thy refers to God. This is his word. If you're going to live life a clean way, a cleansed way before God, you must take heed to his word. This isn't just saying someone uh, and saying stuff, but it's listening to what God has to say. It's not just listening to other people's words, but it's listening to the very word of God. You need to make a priority of it in your life. Take heed thereto according to thy word. And then not just listening to it, but applying it to your life. What is the purpose of this? It's not just a checklist. It's not just so you can know more facts about the Bible, but it's so that your life can be changed. you're going to take heed to god's word you must pay attention by applying it again the purpose of putting the hedge around the sheep as the shepherd was going to do was not just so that it would look nice but rather so it would work as it's supposed to the purpose for hedging about my life is for obedience are you obeying In fact, really, verse 11 talks about that. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. Why? That I might not sin against thee. So, friend, if you're going to take heed to God's word, you must pay attention. And then you must take action on this. Take action. Think about what you're reading. How does that make a difference in your life? How does the doctrinal truth, the truth about God, or maybe it's some specific application that you get as you're studying the New Testament passages of Scripture, think about what they are saying to the original listeners or readers and see, well, how can this apply into my life and my situation? Don't just live aimlessly, whatever comes, but think about what you're doing in life. How can you live for God? How can his word change your thinking? So if you're going to take heed to God's word, it requires paying attention. It requires taking action, which of course is obedience. So God's word is very clear. So how are you going to live like a Christian? First, you must take heed to God's word. But second, you must seek God. It's not just enough to read the Bible, to read the Bible, but it's seeking God. Verse 10 says, with my whole heart have I sought thee. This word sought means to tread or frequent, to follow by pursuit or searching, by seeking or asking. With my whole heart have I sought thee. So again, the psalmist is saying it's all about God. We won't turn there right now, but I encourage you to read Matthew 7, verses 24 through 33, where it talks about how we must seek God first. Friend, this requires making a commitment to seek God. Make that commitment, maybe fresh and new as you just start this year, making God your priority of life. Philippians 3.10, the Apostle Paul said that his desire was to know God. Throughout the book of Psalms, the psalmists, the different psalmists say that their desire is to seek God. With my whole heart have I sought thee. So, friend, if you're going to seek God, it does require your heart. Again, not just rituals, but it's your heart. Here, this heart means the inner part of man, the will, and even the intellect. The psalmist said here, I'm going to seek God with my whole heart. Not just, oh, when I get a chance. Sometimes, people, that's our perspective in life is we just, we'll do it if that's what we get an opportunity from. We get an opportunity to do that. First Samuel 12, verse 24 says, Only fear the Lord and serve Him in truth with all your heart, for consider how great things He hath done for you. Colossians 3, the Apostle Paul says, Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye services, men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Then he goes on and he says, Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, not unto men. So, friend, are you seeking God with all your heart? Or are you just, when you get a chance, Sunday mornings? Maybe you'll seek God Wednesday evenings or other times that your church has services. Maybe you'll listen every once in a while when you get a chance to the word of God preached. Maybe you'll read your Bible when you feel like it. But, friend, God says, seek me with all your heart. This requires your heart, but it, also requires prayer. See here what the psalmist says in the last half of verse 10. He says, Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Speak with God while you're seeking God. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Are you making it a prayer as you read the word of God? As you're seeking him with your heart? Here's an old song that says, Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. And then the songwriter says, Take my heart. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Friend, are you living for God? Seeking him with your whole heart and and praying? Oh God, would you help me? Mold me? Make me? Zechariah 4, 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Friend, if you're going to live for God, how do I live for God? You're going to do it. It requires seeking God, even through prayer, asking God for his strength and his power. This will lead to obedience in your life. So, friend, will you take heed to God's word? Will you seek God? And the final thing we see here from this passage, really in verse 11, is that you need to hide God's word in your heart. Oh, friend, you need to take heed to God's word. You need to read it and think about it. You need to seek God. But there's an important truth in hiding God's word in your heart. Verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart. That I might not sin against thee. This is not just to hide for the sake of hiding it, hoarding it. So that it doesn't do any good. Like the game hide and seek. How long can you hide? You'll be the winner if you can hide the longest. But rather this word hide means yes to hide by covering. To protect it. But really to apply it into our lives again. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Why? That I might not sin against thee. What you hide in your life can preserve your life. You need to hide it in your heart. You're already seeking God with all your heart. So then memorize it. And maybe you say, well, I struggle memorizing scripture. Many of us do. But don't let that be the excuse. Maybe you say, well, I can't memorize it word for word. Well, try. I encourage you to try. Try. But will you read through that passage of Scripture that God has challenged your heart with or or, or really begin to me- memorize and meditate on it? And a lot of it will stick. You'll be hiding it in your heart. Joshua 1, eight says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Talk about the Word of God. Think about the Word of God. Because it will make a difference in your life. Deuteronomy 11, verse 18, Therefore shall ye lay up these words. My words in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand that ye may that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. In the Old Testament, here was a commandment to the children of Israel. The purpose of this isn't so that you can bind God's word on your body, but rather so you can know God's word and it will make a difference in your life. If you're going to hide God's word in your heart, it requires diligence. It also requires purpose. What is your purpose? It's not just to know more facts. Oh, I know more Bible verses than you, but rather it's so that you don't sin, that I might not sin against thee. The word sin means to miss, to morally fail. Are you memorizing God's word so you'll obey or are you just memorizing it so you'll know more verses? There are different times in life we have different Bible verse competitions. Maybe you memorized a lot of verses to go to Bible camp or during a week of vacation Bible school. But friend, as good as that is, and you should, make sure that you're thinking about the Word of God so that it will make a difference in your life. Psalm 1, 1 through 1-3 talks about some realities of the Word of God, and that's what's going to make you strong in life. What was it that Jesus quoted when he was tempted by Satan himself? It was Scripture. Proverbs 6, verse 20 says, My son, keep thy father's commandment, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart, and tie them about thy neck. Why? Because God's word will guide you. It will be your director of life. In fact, Psalm 119 talks about that so many different places. Psalm 119, 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. Well, again, then you should hide it in your heart so that when you're not reading the word of God, it will direct the way you think. This will lead to obedience. So, friend, if you want to live like a Christian, and I believe you do, if you want to live like a Christian, you need to take heed to God's word. You must seek God, but you must hide God's word in your heart. And these will make a difference in how you live for God. Heavenly Father, we come before you. We thank you for your love and this opportunity we've had to look into your word. Oh God, would you make a difference? Would you challenge us? Would you motivate us? Would you help us to see you for who you are? And thus, this week, to live like a Christian. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Friend, I'm so glad you took some time out of your day today to study God's word so that we can answer the question, how do I live like a Christian? I encourage you to check out next week, When we talk about how do I want to come to church? How do I have that desire? Because I don't always have it. Thanks so much for joining us today. I look forward to seeing you, hearing you next time as we look at God's Word and develop the mind of Christ.